I opened my Facebook here just to show you my friends. So if you're commenting on Facebook, I can see you guys. Thank you so much. Joan, Anna, Lise, thank you for being on Zoom with us. And thank you everyone joining on uh, uh, Podbean. Marie-Claire, I, I still can't get over it. I've been calling it Podbeam for I don't know how long and finally I'm getting it. So welcome. I, I remember we built this podcast out of a personal interest and that's how always things ha uh, have great beginnings. And I was sharing with Marie-Pierre right now with the digital uh, age, I, I need to uh, revamp, revisit how I'm communicating with my family, how I'm communicating with my children, how I'm communicating with my business, because it's another world. Like Anna, you know, you're 17 years old, and I know you guys are always on their cellulars, and I call it the blue light, especially when my, my daughter Nadia, she gets angry with me, I call it the two horns come out, you know, out of her head. And, and I know it's just maybe because she's been too much with that blue light, or there, there's just too much she's watching on Instagram or whatever. So we're really in another world. And this book, I said to Marie-Pierre, I need to sharpen my scales on communication. So this is the book we're covering. If any of you are on Facebook Live, please take the time to share uh, the Facebook Live. If you're on Podbean with us, please take the time to share. And the book is called, from Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Yes, in the digital age. Uh, for those that were with us yesterday, we covered yesterday, Marie-Pierre, thank you once again, how to admit our mistakes, how to admit our mistakes. We are leaders. If we're moms, we're leaders. If we're dads, we're leaders. Um, if I'm working in an environment where I need to work with coworkers, either on Zoom or physically, I'm a leader. I'm, I'm always leading somebody, right? I'm always leading somebody. So as a leader, if we want to advance and progress, we need to be able to apologize. So thank you, Marie-Pierre, for taking that article in French and English, and she dropped it on, this is the other thing I want to share with you, the Facebook page group, not page, but group, the Millionaire of the Diamond. It's a bilingual group. So if you go and you're French speaking and you say, oh, there's English, I'm not going here. No, no, it's a bilingual group. Everything is is French, English. If you're English, you go on and you you do a live in English. If you're French, you do a live in French. Uh, it's a bilingual group. We want it to be a Canadian podcast. And we don't want to separate French from English because now with, with Facebook, you can just use translation if somebody wrote something in French. So we're in another world that's allowing us to communicate with each other. And once you've joined that page, oh, everybody... It participates because I call it the, the 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 community, the millionaires of the diamonds. This is a community. Joan, you're gonna find a wonderful article that really inspired you. Please take it, drop it on the page, the millionaire of the diamonds. Uh, Lise, you're primarily French speaking. You find something like a YouTube that you listen to that was really really inspiring. Okay, share it on the group, the millionaire and of the diamonds in French and share with us why, right? And if you can find YouTube um, videos that are inspiring, that are subtitled, if it's a French YouTube subtitled in English, gosh, we're going to, we're going to love that. And this is where you're going to buy your ticket for March 6th. This is where you buy your ticket online directly for March 6th. It's a, it's going to be a conference on how to make 2021 your most explosive year family-wise, business-wise, and 
in all fields of your life. So once you join us, decide, do you want to attend in French? If you want to attend in French, it's Saturday morning, the 6th from 8.30 to 12.30. Do I want to attend in English? In English, it's 1.30 to 5.30. Now, for those of you that are bilingual and you want to follow us, well, just hang on the whole day. Right, Marie-Pierre? Same price buys you French and English. And I know, Lise, you, you enjoy watching and listening to the podcast in English and in French. There's always a slight difference between the two. It's different energies. It's different ways of expressing ourselves. So yesterday, we were looking at the chapter, and it was called Call Out Mistakes Quietly. Wow. I said, call out mistakes quietly. Mm. And I tried to reflect in my mind. I tried to reflect in my mind. Okay. I know what this is about. I definitely know what this is about. This is a, a subject that touches me simply because I know the power behind calling out mistakes silently, which means I recognize publicly and I correct behind private doors. Okay. If there's a note you're going to write down, recognize publicly. So with my family, tomorrow night is Saturday night. It's, 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 it's where I, I do my uh, Chef Ramsay supper at home. It's going to be a long supper. Anna follows the stories. You know, it's, I call it the never-ending supper, right? But this is where I say, oh, gosh, Hamid, um, uh, I love what you did here. And Nadia, you know, um, you, know you did this for me. Like, I, I intentionally work around the supper to recognize and emphasize my family members. Okay. Then if I have something to tell my husband or I have something to tell my children that I didn't like, okay, that's going to be done privately. And today, one of the best ways of doing it is with love. And I'll let Marie-Pierre cover that. Okay. So calling attention indirectly to someone's mistake works wonders okay, with people. Um, what happens is they don't feel attacked. Don't, don't. I was going in French, Marie-Pierre. Therefore, they will be inclined to open their ears to what I have to say. And once again, at all levels, my husband, my children, my co co-workers, one of the greatest tools is to model the behavior you want to see in others. Okay, moms, dads, you want your children to have a clean room? Well, how about by starting by us having the most spotless room in the house? Ah, good, okay. You want your children to do their beds? Well, moms and dads, how about if we begin by doing our beds in the morning? Okay, we want our children to wash their darn dishes and put them away. Well, how about if we begin? So one of the ways, and we won't dive in that subject, but it's to model what you want to see. John Maxwell, if you're interested in that, go get that book of John Maxwell. It's called The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. And it's the law number 13, which is called the law of the pitcher. And as John Maxwell would say, don't argue it. It's a law. Our children, our family, our co-workers mimic what they see. And there was a beautiful story in, in the book where they talked about um, an event a, a, in, in Second World War. There was um, a, sar, a sergeant, how do you call a sergeant, uh, whatever, a leader. And he was trying to get, uh, go ahead, um, Anna, sergeant, yes, he was trying to get his team out of the ditches to run across. Otherwise, they would have been, sh been shot to death. And he was kicking them. He was pulling them to run on the other side before they were shot to death. Nobody moved. But when he threw himself in the middle of the street, he said, come on, guys. Everybody moved out of the ditches. 
So it's called show them, don't tell them. Um, sometimes we can't model. Sometimes we can't model simply because you are not with the people or in my case right now, we're working across Zoom. It's not like before. Before, it was very different for me. Marie-Pierre, you would have had a, a great leader in your team. And I saw that, um, you know, you didn't know how to work with her. I, I wouldn't correct you. What I would do, I would show you and not tell you. I would go to your future leader's home. I would personally... Um, do the party and by showing you. But now I can't do that anymore. We're in another world. So how do you do it here? Okay. Uh, in the book, Influencer, which is another fabulous book. So if you enjoy reading as much as me and you enjoy building your leadership, whether you're a mom or dad at home, whether you're working um, as an employee or like me in a multi-level marketing, okay, it's called The Influencer. It has, it has amazing advice. And one of the advice is, identify in the group, team, family, or community who have the most influence over other people and get them to model the behavior. For those of you that were um, on our uh, training last night in French, and I know some of you will be on our on our training tonight, our weekly Anglo rallies tonight, you'll see how I work through my directors to model the behavior I want to promote. So I'm, I'm telling you right now, Jean-Philippe last night blew us out of the water. He did his training in French. Tonight he'll do his training in English. So you work through the people. As a mom, I put all my energy in educating very harshly, well, very harshly, like a lot more harsh, Hamid being the oldest, because through him, I get to model what I want to see in Nadia and Yasmin. So who do you think is the cleanest in the house? It's Hamid. Who do you think does the dishes with me? It's Hamid. Who do you think does the bed every morning? It's Hamid. Okay. So through him. Um, with my husband, uh, well, not now anymore for the meantime because we're in confinement, but I would model what I would want Mohammed to do through somebody else's husband when we were, you know, when in the times when we would be 40, 50 people every Saturday night at my home. It, it's so much easier, so much easier. And once again, in my, my type of business is I look at the best directors I have that are getting the results I want and I'm getting them to influence the rest. Okay, develop a community approach to the behavior by appealing to the bigger picture. Do you have a bigger picture? Our bigger picture in our community uh, of our multi-level marketing is the same of the podcast. It's to build a thousand millionaires. It's to have a community that everybody levels up. Like in other words, I'm bringing my family values to the podcast and my family values to my multi-level marketing business. The bigger pictures, uh, the cause, the, the vision, the purpose, like what, what are we doing? What are we doing? People will buy into that. And the last example they give in the influencer book is make any changes possible to the resources available environment to make the new behavior or mindset adaptable. So we've adapted. We've created finally protocols and systems virtually because yes, in my new life now, in my new business, I was sharing with Marie-Pierre yesterday, I had to completely relearn what I'm doing, right? And we've we've created a new infrastructure, a new, new, we created new protocols, we created new 
systems to be able to adapt the mindset and be able to uh, um, show the behavior that we need to show to continue to grow. So um, a beautiful example, and that's going to be Marie-Pierre that will conclude with this, which made me cry, Marie-Pierre. And this is what I want to leave you with. And this is why I want to keep this for the end. Um, Correct or uh, reprimand in silence and with love. I'm going to add that with love. There's a story here of a pilot who takes off with his plane. He has two passengers. And at a certain point during the flight, the plane loses power. And thanks to his incredible skills as a pilot, well-renowned pilot, he was able to land the plane with nobody getting hurt or killed. But we did um, uh, we, we did scrap the plane, okay? And he knew that when he landed and he looked, he walked around the plane, he smelled it, that the mechanic, instead of having put in the engine gasoline, he put in the engine fuel. These are old engines and that's what caused the plane to crash okay beautiful story so what he did when he went up to the mechanic instead of yelling at him instead of saying you know you just you you just uh, you could have killed three people you know no he took the mechanic in his arms i'm getting emotional because i know the power of correcting with love he took the the mechanic in his arms and he hugged him and he hugged him he says we got lucky today Nobody got killed. But tomorrow, when you're preparing my next fighter plane, remember, you're going to put in gasoline. This is an old plane and not fuel engine. And I know I can count on you. I mean, the mechanic, what's beautiful here is the mechanic in itself, having watched the scene of the plane crashing, in itself was punishment enough. So he built his confidence and he empowered him by telling him tomorrow you're going to put gasoline in my plane. So Marie-Pierre did found a beautiful article for you um, how to correct in with the most friendly way and with love. Take it away Marie-Pierre. Thank you and me too when I heard the story it made me cry because we really feel so yes I encourage you to have the book and really read it. It's really amazing, and they have a lot of examples like that. It's really um, an example perfect in the book. So, yes, correcting with love. So why we want to correct with love is that it will lead you to uh, make correction that result in the person thanking you instead of resenting you. So now you know when the person is thanking you that you did it gently, and you did it perfectly. So I want to give you a, a lot of tips to know exactly how to correct. And I love that in the article that I find, it's to correct a friend. Because to correct with love, you need to love the person. <laughs> so first, correct the person that you love. Or maybe it, it will be a coworker. You don't really know him, but you want the best for him and you want to help him. Yes, it's some kind of love <laughs> too. So yes, you can correct a friend. So there's five ways to help you to correct a friend. So the first way is to be purpose 
purpose. Yeah, purpose? No, purpose. Is that sound or purpose? Cool. Um, okay. You have a purpose. <laughs> okay. So, yes, it's when uh, you um, correct a friend, you should not be vindictive in nature or driven by jealousy or selfish interest. So the betterment of your friends should be your sole objective. If it's not the case, check your motive first. Maybe it's not it's not something that you uh, ask your friend to correct. The second way is to be truthful. So don't dance around or use sub, uh, subtitle to uh, when addressing the issue. Just state the problem as you see it. Uh, And keep in mind that you may be wrong on some of your assumptions. So be prepared to listen as much as talk. But don't leave them guessing what you mean either. If you were with us yesterday or Wednesday, Wednesday, we talk about how the person in front of you don't know what is going on in your head. So don't leave them guessing what you mean. Just state it as, as it is. The third way is to be helpful. So in addition to pointing out the problem, you see a loving response come with some offer for resolution and willingness to walk through any necessary recovery with the friend. So help them process where they are in life. So recommit your friend, your friendship with them and follow up with them afterwards to make sure they know you care. The fourth way is to be redemptive. So be willing to extend grace and forgive their friend for any wrong they have done. So make sure that he knows that you are still in their corner. Don't offer a correction to someone if you are not willing to forgive if, or if you don't ultimately want the best for them. So don't... <laughs> And just like in the beginning, it's a friend. So you want the best for them. And after that, it's just to be loving. So as we should do with everything, correction of any kind should come in the context of a loving relationship. So if you're not loving the person, don't try to correct them. It will not give you the, the response that you want. So how can you do it? So... First, by stating your wrongdoing first. So if you did that mistake when you were younger, tell the person that you did it because just because you will start with your experience, it will give them so much peace to say, okay, <laughs> it's okay, I can uh, act uh, on it and to um, make sure I never did it, uh, do it again. And to make sure that it will uh, you correct with love is to by doing something, uh, doing the same thing that the person, um, to make the person at ease. And I took that example in one of the book, uh, John Maxwell. I think it was the example of someone at the house, uh, at his house, and he broke a glass. And it was really a fancy glass. And the person was so feel so wrong to the, to uh, broke the glass and John Maxwell said don't worry it's just a glass 
and he took a second one and just dropped it <laughs> on the floor <laughs> to work it. It's okay. So maybe just do the same thing that the person did wrong just because it will make them at ease. <laughs> so to do the same thing. Uh, uh, for a third thing to make sure that you do your correct with love is to by asking the right question. Just, I know that Maria, you have a great example with your son when he broke something in the house. The right question was not, what did you do? But <laughs> are you okay? So by asking the right question, you make sure that you correct with love. So are you okay? Yes. He already know that he did something wrong. <laughs> you don't have to ask why did you why did you do it? He doesn't know it was a mistake. <laughs> and yes, to keeping it private, just like Maria told us, you when you recognize you do it publicly, but when you have to correct someone, you will, you will do it privately. So put yourself in your loved one's shoes, so you know it will be better to not do something embarrassing in front of others. And when there's a, a big mistake, don't react exactly now. Because maybe if you act now, speak not with love. So just take the time to cool down. And after that, you can come back and really correct with love. So that's the five ways I wanted to uh, uh, tell you uh, this morning. Thank you, Marie-Pierre. I, I, I love I love learning because it improves our relationship with our parents and improves our relationship uh, with our spouses and improves our relationship with our friends, our co-workers. Like it's got to be intent. Living a life filled with love is intentional. It's intentional. And I, I, I love this podcast simply because that's where it brings us back to. My closing statements with you this morning. In life, remember, sometimes mistakes are just a byproduct of... Um, of other circumstances. I had a fight with my husband. I failed the test. I had a fight with a friend. I was mistreated when I went to the convenience store. Like we don't know what's happening in the background, okay? We don't always fail at work because we are incompetent. Just remember that we don't always fail because we are incompetent. We can fail because our hearts and our minds are not engaged due to problems at home and problems elsewhere in our life. And keeping that in mind, you'll be a lot more lenient on the people around you. The leaders understands that mistakes and failures come from all corners of life. There are no fatal flaws, none of them, no fatal flaws. It is best to comfort a mistake honestly while not using them as an opportunity to condemn, you know. Hamid drops a glass and now I start yelling at him. What am I doing? In fact, what I'm, I'm doing is using it as an opportunity to shout out the last 30 days of things that he did that I didn't like. And that's something we cannot do. We cannot do. You either forgive and forget, okay, or find yourself a new friend. You know, it gives you nothing to keep, you know, the old inside. First of all, it's going to fester. And it's going to poison you. Anything that festers ends up poisoning you, okay? It is to your advantage to pull people out of their, out of their state and qu as quickly as possible. Remember the pilot, what he did? He took the mechanic and he embraced him immediately. My friends, 
Make 2021 a year where you are the ether of love of everybody around you. So the millionaire of the diamonds, let's be that element that gathers people around and makes them feel good, even in this virtual world. Just by giving a smile when you're on Zoom, like you guys are on Zoom with me. Yeah, we give a nice smile when you're on live commenting nice comments, you see somebody writing something, you know, be intentional about about loving comments. You're on Podbean intentionally uh, writing down loving comments. And together, together, we will make this a better world. So I always say to my children, don't try to change the world. Change yourself, be an example. And by that example, you will empower your family. And by the example of the family, we will empower our village. And by the example of our village, we will empower our country. And by the example of our country, we will empower the world. But don't try to change the world. Be the, be the picture you want to see in the world. Okay. Love you guys. We're off to the French. I wish you guys a fabulous weekend. Or maybe some of you will be joining me at 1230. I'm going live. I'm pick, picking up my schedule. We're going to finish what we started building personal confidence. Love you guys.